Hello, hello, hello. Another week, another podcast. Now, this podcast is coming to you a bit earlier than usual, and that's because um, I am fortunate enough to have some time. And this is the brief window after the birth of a newborn, whereby life seems to slow down. It's a brief window because soon after, and this is my second time to experience this, the pace quickens up much faster than before, much, much faster than regular life was before. But anyway, before I get into the podcast, I'm going to kick it off with a prayer as I usually do. So please pause everything other than listen to the podcast and join me in prayer. Here we go. <clears throat> Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So yesterday morning at precisely 4.40 a.m., my son, to whom this podcast is dedicated to, was born. 4.40 a.m. For the past year or so, I've been waking up at 4.30. Well, it's... <laughs> it's a wonder that I've been doing this thing, this trying to create this habit that I believe adds value to my life and my child is born 10 minutes after my... <laughs> My rituals starts. <laughs> it is an honor. It is quite an honor to be a father. And it has been an honor to be a father to my daughter. But then with the son, like I think I mentioned in a few episodes ago, whereby I do feel this pressure to be different around my son. With my daughter, I do try. I say I try because it's, it's always a learning process. I try to be gentle, loving, compassionate. But with my son, I feel like in order to to nurture in him strength and discipline, I have to be that by myself. In order to be the father of a son, I have to exemplify what it means to be a man. And so I spent some time yesterday contemplating my life and wondering if the adult version of my son ought to meet me today, will he consider me a real man? What are my accomplishments? What are my aspirations? Am I working towards my aspirations? And maybe I sell myself short, but also maybe I'm being honest with myself. And I do feel like I am not the kind of man that I would like to be. I am not the kind of man that I would want to take advice from. Does that make sense? There are areas here and there whereby I do show discipline, consistency, follow through. But there are other areas whereby I lack I was having a conversation with one of my my friends from fellowship from Alcoholics Anonymous after the meeting. And I told him something that I've never told anyone before. I haven't even said it on the podcast. 
and this thing, what I'm about to say next, is almost the perfect reason as to why I don't feel like I am man enough. <laughs> and this is what I told him. I told him that whenever I meet someone and we hit it off, you know, I make a good friend, I respect this individual, they seem to respect me, they seem to even like me. I immediately think how long before I disappoint this person? How long before I disappoint them? And that's a terrible thought to have for anyone, not just with your friends, with your family, like that, in all walks of life, to feel like, to believe that you will inevitably disappoint the people around you. And it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy because if I believe I'm going to disappoint you, I'm immediately setting myself up for failure. You are your thoughts. We are our thoughts. And if I allow the thoughts to perpetuate in my mind that I am going to disappoint you, I'm going to disappoint you, of course I will. But if I tell myself, I'm going to get this person to respect me even more than they do right now. And I'm going to work towards that. But I, been, I have not been doing that. I have not been doing that. I get that one thought that, yes, I'm going to disappoint them. And I let that thought run me to the ground. But I can't be that way. Not with my young man around. I can't be that way. I can't be the kind of person who worries about disappointing my my daughter, disappointing my son, disappointing my wife. And of course, she's been with me long enough for me to have disappointed her several times in many different ways. But then the funny thing here is that my wife and I got together when we were really young. And we got married when we were really young. And I honestly, I know as a fact that over the years, I have disappointed her quite a lot. But in the last few years, I have made up for quite a lot. Not everything, of course. But I have changed a lot about my life in a positive way. And maybe that's the path. You go up, you come down, and you try to climb up again. But I don't want that to be the path always. I want it to be a slow, steady incline, you know? Not a dash up a steep hill and then like a fall into a valley, you know? I don't want that. I want a slow, steady, 1% per year incline, you know? <laughs> Maybe that's the most ideal. And I need to start that with myself. Now, there's this one book by a writer called James Clear in the book. It's a very common book, a very popular book called Atomic Habits. And it talks about how to improve yourself 1% per day. And 1% per day is quite annoying. 1% a day seems like nothing. 1% a day is basically saying, I plan on losing weight. So instead of taking the elevator, I'm going to walk up the stairs. And that's step one. Now, if... If that's the process you're going to take, it's going to be a real long time before you notice those changes. 
right? And not noticing changes might discouraging you from continuing down this path. And it does discourage me. People want to see quick change. People want the shortcut and I am guilty of that as well. I want to be rich today. I want to be raped today. I want to be respected today. But all of the things that I have accomplished to this day did not come to me today. It has taken years. It has taken many failings. It has taken a lot of pain, a lot of frustration, a lot of nights where I couldn't sleep because I had this problem nagging at the back of my mind. But I did make it. And now the woman that I disappointed over and over again, now she sees me differently. She knows she can depend on me. And will it be the same with my son? Maybe with my son I need to actually follow you know the advice of James Clear just keep it at 1% a day. You don't have to be a perfect father today. Today just work on being good enough. Today just work on being good enough. And that's very tough just work. You know actually it's not tough it's really easy to just do just don't today just don't fuck up. Your job today is not to fuck up. And the most basic, basic level of this is don't drop the baby, you know? That's the basics. Don't drop the baby, right? When the baby cries, they probably need their bottle or they need a change of diapers. Right? And you work on this every single day. And today it's going to start with no dropping the baby tomorrow is learning about the milk and the diapers and the next day is going to be learning about their homework about you know their problem struggles at school about their aspirations about the people they get into a relationship with so it's 1% a day it's not about being the kind of father who's you know ultra masculine who has the best advice it's just hey i'm the kind of father who is there for everything i'm the kind of father that you as my son as my daughter could seek honest advice from I mean, I'd be honest with my advice if I don't know I say I don't know but I know someone who can help you right but hopefully I would like to be the, selfishly I'd like to be the guy who has all the answers for my children you know <laughs> 1% a day 1% a day And the same goes back to me in my life. In order for me to be the kind of man I can seek I would want to seek advice from, I need to change my life 1% a day. And it's simply like I said in the last episode of my cult, we all know what to do and I know what I need to do. No one is telling me. I don't need your opinion to tell me. I don't need your opinion to tell me. I don't need Joko willing to tell me I know what I need to do because if I don't do it it eats away at my soul if I don't spend that hour writing it's going to eat away at my soul if I don't work out it's going to eat away at my soul 
if I leave the house without telling my wife I love you, it's gonna eat away at my soul. I know what I have to do. And dear listener, I know that you do too. So let's work on that 1% a day. Why don't we? 1% a day. And the bare minimum is, for this day, just don't fuck up. Just don't fuck up. And you know what that means for you. So I'm going to bring the podcast to a close. But before I do, I'm going to read a poem by Charles Bukowski from the book Play the Piano Drunk Like a Percussion Instrument Until the Fingers begin to bleed a little bit and the poem is titled the night i was going to die and it goes like this the night i was going to die i was sweating on the bed and i could hear the crickets and there was a cat fight outside and i could feel my soul dropping down through the mattress and just before it hit the floor i jumped up i was almost too weak to walk but i walked around and turned on all the lights then made it back to bed And again my soul dropped through the mattress and I leapt up. Just before I hit it, just before it hit the floor, I walked around and turned on all the lights. And then I went back to bed. And down it dropped again and I was up, turning on all the lights. I had a seven-year-old daughter and I felt sure she didn't want me, she didn't want me dead. Otherwise, it wouldn't have mattered. But all that night, nobody phoned. Nobody came by with a beer. My girlfriend phoned. All I could hear were the crickets and it was hot. And I kept working at it, getting up and down until the first sun came through the window, through the bushes, and then I got on the bed and the soul stayed. Inside at last, and I slept. Now people came by, beating on the doors and windows. The phone rings. The phone rings again and again. I get great letters in the, in the mail. Hate letters and love letters. Everything is the same again. And that was the poem, The Night I Was Going to Die by Charles Bukowski. He was a brilliant poet. Yeah, I think I've heard this several times that brilliant art comes from corrupted souls. That says a lot. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the podcast and you'll catch me here again next week for another episode of To My Son, formerly It's All Anonymous. And I hope you have a wonderful week, as I know I will. Thank you.